All right, people, it's time to make it pop and make it steam. We've been killing it over at anchor.fm forward slash 215. However, I want to give you more. That's more content, more music, more info, and more access. I'm looking to connect with all of you because, well, if it wasn't for you, this show wouldn't be so dope. So let's continue to build. Join me over at patreon.com forward slash nonstop working. You can make this moment and every moment timeless by purchasing your merchandise and apparel at TimelessMasterpiece.com. TimelessMasterpiece.com is a one-stop shop for all of your merchandise and goods created by Timeless Masterpiece. We're talking hats, t-shirts, wallets, hoodies, jackets, and more. Visit today at TimelessMasterpiece.com. Non-stop working, working, non-stop working, working The Divine Autistic United Society We don't lose, we just win So, you got the communism Chinese Communist Party Army Building a son that's not a son So, is it a stepson? You gotta listen to the podcast You gotta follow how they building it Who is qualified to do it? This is the Non-Stop Working Podcast. It's your boy, Mr. Hurd, live and in full effect. She got she a got toe, toe in here. How are you, young dirty? I'm all right. How you doing, sir? Shout out to Megan the Stallion, speaking of toes. Thank you for supporting. Well, I never give up. Yeah, never give up, never surrender, you know? DAUS, the Divine Artistic United Society. Listen on your smartphone, your iPhone, your Apple phone. It ain't worth the job if I can't say what I believe. 5,000 folks on one video. Y'all know how it is, family, right? When we bidding, right? I'm the guy that took on every single time. Working it now, what she won't. 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 What she won't. What she won't. Ladies and gentlemen, what's going down? It's your man, Mr. Hurd. Live and in full effect. Yeah. Holding down for anchor.fm forward slash 215, the nonstop working podcast. You know what I'm saying? Philadelphia's number one independent podcast. DAUS, the Divine Artistic United Society. Y'all know how we do it. Thank you all for visiting our website, www.daus.me. Listen, fam, I'm I'm feeling it. I'm, I'm, I'm tired, but I'm energized, right? You know, I've been in the gym hitting it. Leg day got me feeling faded. Um, But it feels good. You know what I'm saying? But it feels good. So I want to talk to you guys today about... uh, Finally, I want to talk to you guys about this... Illegal... uh, Well, excuse me, this... uh, Legalized trapping that's been going down. You guys seen all of the legal trapping that's been going on? It's failing. The legalized trapping has been failing. So the title of this segment is Failing Legal Trap Houses. Uh, I hope you guys have been, um, well, you guys definitely have been tuning in. So I appreciate that. But I hope you guys have been enjoying the segments. All right. I want to hear from you. 
Shout out to my man Iron Mike. He's been taking advantage of the open opportunity to record segments himself. You know what I'm saying? He's getting it popping. And also, he's been sending us snippets, recording responses to the podcast. And that's been helpful. You know, we like to hear from Iron Mike. You know what I'm saying? He's a pillar here in the city. You know what I'm saying? Some might not want to acknowledge him as such. But I would say that Iron Mike is a pillar here. You know what I'm saying? When you really, when I when I look back and I say, dang, how many events, shows, or happenings did I find out about because of Iron? And if more artists took the initiative like Iron does to participate, man, engage, create opportunities, um, we would really have what we are supposed to as independent artists. So shout out to Iron. Shout out to Iron Mike. For holding it down he's a dope mc a real cool mind creative guy and he's been supporting for a minute now you know what i'm saying daus the divine artistic united society like he's seen it you know what i mean like you know how guys would be like yo man you know i'd be doing things out here i said no he knows what we're doing he's seen it and we know what he's been doing we've seen it you know what i'm saying so shout out to iron artists Get at us, man. You know what I'm saying? People around the world, drop your comments. You can do that via Anchor as well. All right. If you download the Anchor app, you can favorite the nonstop working podcast. Then you'll be able to record through the app itself. That's right. You'll be able to record right through the app. And um, we'll be able to add that right to our show, right to our program. Not just in our program, but all throughout our programming. You know what I'm saying? So if you guys got some cool sound bites, you know what I'm saying? You can have that sound bite being heard thousands of times. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a good way to plug yourself real fast. So take advantage of that. You can also record your joints via Facebook. All right. If you guys are on Facebook, get at me on Facebook. If you're on Instagram, you can record something. Send it to me on Instagram. Uh, Hiram Abdul Alim on Instagram, family. Hiram Abdul Alim on Instagram. Follow me there. Tell your friends. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> All right, but I'm, I'm going to go ahead and get into this, this uh, failing legal trap houses. Have you guys seen them, the, the legal trap houses? You guys know what I'm talking about? I'm talking about the cannabis industry. Yeah. Now, I don't have anything against the use of cannabis if people do that. If people want to do their thing. I understand that the hemp plant was was and is a great resource in, in, in terms of... Uh, creating extra things even as an energy source you know so I don't have anything against that but what bothered me about the legal trapping that's what I have to call it guys I can't call it like like you know 
what else? It's, what is it? It's legalized. Like, you know what I'm saying? If, if every time you have to describe it as legalized, right? It's trapping. In my mind, like, man, it's trapping. Y'all just saying legal trapping. So legalized cannabis distribution or legalized use of cannabis. That's like, you know, if it's legal, take away legalized and just call it cannabis distribution. Okay, whatever. The thing that bothered me most about it was how it all went down. There was a lot of things about it that bothered me. Right? Have you guys ever seen or do you guys know how a cannabis a cannabis plant comes to be? You know, it's a lot like a tomato plant if you if you guys ever seen a tomato plant, if you ever grown tomatoes. And you know you can take a whole tomato that's grown, stick it in the dirt and get a whole bunch of tomato plants from that. Okay, so it's but my point is growing cannabis is fairly easy. Now growing really good cannabis, the best and all that kind of stuff, you know, that that takes a little bit more effort. However, it it really is simple. You know, you take the seed, you drop it in the dirt, water it, leave it. Now again, if you you know, there's there's a process, yada yada, but it's it's kind of it's kind of that simple, right? And this process, the same way you grow tomatoes or whatever, was deemed illegal. Hey, you can't do that. You can't grow that. You can't use that. You can't distribute that. But you can grow tomatoes. And so people grew the plant anyway. Family, the people here on this land, once referred to as the American Indians or referred to as American Indians, they already, they grew cannabis here. A lot of the times they be like, Oh, well, the Native Americans, they grew tobacco. I said, but they also grew hemp and cannabis. They just don't like to say that, you know, so they lean heavy on the tobacco. But it was tobacco, too. Don't get it wrong. But it was, it was cannabis, too. So they say, yo, y'all can't do that as if. It hasn't already been going on. It's already been going on here. It's already been going on all around the world. But they're like, as if it hasn't already been going on. You can't do that. But people continue to do it anyway. Again, family, I was born in 1988. When I got here, people were already doing that. People were already getting their smoke on, you know what I'm saying? Reefers. They was already dealing with reefers. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Mm. 
I'm sorry. I'm looking for the right. Yeah, they were already they were already doing their thing. They was already getting they 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 vibe on. What did they do? Lock everybody up, right? How many of us know somebody that was booked around some little petty herb situation? Some little weed thing. Hmm? We all know somebody. Yeah. We all know somebody. We all know many people. Sure, cocaine, heroin, all of that. But petty weed things. Petty marijuana charges. We know stories of people having stuff planted on them. We know people growing stuff and getting caught. Heavy charges for it. But then, now they go and they make it legal. While all of these people are locked up, while all of these people have dirty records and stuff, they go and legalize, they go and industrialize. So what bothered me is, yo, how can you, how can you do that? How can you one minute lock everybody up? And then the next minute say, yo, that very same thing they was doing, you can do it now. It's got to be a catch. Oh, it's always a catch. So I'm thinking to myself, family, yo, if they're going to legalize that, and industrialize it. Yo, the only way that's fair. Oh, they're going to let all of the people who they locked up out. They're going to drop whatever charge they had that was related to that. They're going to drop that, y'all. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to drop that. Anybody who can come out around that, you're going to come out around that. You out. Anybody who has stuff related to that is gone. Boom. And and here's a couple eighths. <laughs> yeah, I mean, put that, put that, put that in your in your backpack for good faith because we love you. You know? Thought they was gonna start giving folks government tree. Nigga, can y'all imagine them lines? Can you imagine them lines? No, but seriously. So I'm thinking, yo, they're going to let everybody go, right? Absolutely not. They did not. Okay, so I'm like, all right, all right, we know that 
folks be grimy already. We know that. We know they be grimy. All right. So I okay. So that's amazing. That blows my mind. But I ain't paying no mind. Because, see, we didn't really see it at first here in Philly. See, Cali really saw it first. Colorado, the West Coast. They saw it heavy. New York got it, right? Heavy. But come on now. I, I, wait, wait, let me slow down. Then, you know, Miami, of course, they had it. But, see, Philly ain't really see it all crazy. However, in the past year... Like right after COVID started letting up, man, the same way you see ghost kitchens, you started seeing legal trap houses. You mean marijuana dispensaries? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Cannabis distributors. No, that's not what they are. No, 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 no. Have you guys seen them? I've seen them. They're legal trap houses. They're legal trap houses. Now, anybody who ever seen a trap house. When you see one of these, come on, man. Come on, man. They didn't come out. Legalize cannabis, remove the stigma, and then just go for broke. I want y'all to peep that by the end of this dialogue. I hope y'all can see that, that there's something different about what's actually going on around the legalization of it. It's something, it's something that doesn't, it's something, and it just clicked for me. It just clicked. I had to kind of see it all first. I knew that things wasn't going to work out in the beginning. So the why they would do it. I was like, so why would you even do it? Because from the beginning, the numbers don't make sense. I'm going to tell you how. So I said, so why would they do it? And I'm going to tell you why I think they did it. And I have to say think, but it makes it makes sense right and I'm a, and I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give y'all some some of them um things y'all be talking about them receipt things y'all be talking about so y'all hear it so everything I'm saying to y'all gonna hear some folks saying oh yeah that is true and they they actually blew my mind with something because I didn't know I suspected but I didn't know and they are they're they're saying it openly and that's blowing my mind that they 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 would just so openly so brazenly say some of the things that they're saying here, and I'm gonna play it for you. But they're legal trap houses if you saw them. 
If you don't know how a trap house really functions and look, I'm going to be dramatic here. But y'all know in New Jack City. Go watch that movie New Jack City. So you can see how a trap house runs. Now, New Jack City is a. You know, they was distributing everything out their houses. A lot of crack, though. However, the concept is still the same. I hate to be, I hate to say, but The Wire is also good, too, if you reference The Wire. But bottom line is, get a good reference of the trap house, how it functions, the rules, everything, the idea of the trap house. For all my white folks, you can go watch Weeds. Weeds. White folks, love y'all. If, you, if you're trying to understand what I'm talking about in reference to the trap house, you can watch Weeds. And try to get the later seasons where she where she gets it down packed, where she where she rolling and she got it down packed a little bit. Because in the beginning, she be she be all fucked up. She be doing everything wrong in the beginning. She don't she don't really understand the trap house concept. So you want to be you want to be a little bit further in where she already rolling and, and she got her little team together a little bit. She, she you know, she flexing a little bit. OK, but she got the trap house, too. So y'all so y'all understand the trap house is real. And when you go and see these. These marijuana distribute what do you what do they call them the medical marijuana again i call them legal trap houses i don't know <laughs> what anybody else is trying to call they call it a pharmacy whatever fancy name you put on it trap houses do the same thing y'all get what i'm saying everything about what they're doing is trapping every single thing about it it's not, it's not legal tree. It's not legal cannabis. It's we trapping. Somebody trapping. It ain't us. Our trapping is trapping. What they doing is legal trapping. But it's failing. See, and when you got a trap house, the idea is you keep it low key. You know what I'm saying? People show up, cool, quiet, uh, you mean? No signs, no advertisement, real chill. Maybe the, the cats that go inside come through the back. Maybe it's a you pull up thing, you know what I mean? I mean it's, it's quiet, low key. Um, everybody keeping it low. Don't nobody want to turn up the scene. Don't nobody want, you know. Draw no attention. Yo, these these little pharmacy joints same way. Except they got big bright signs. Now the signs try to be inconspicuous, but they're not inconspicuous because they don't say anything. The signs never say anything. You dig it? Even if it's a name, even if it's some symbols. 
the signs basically don't say anything. It's like a blank building. It's like a blank space. Every, every legal trap house looks like a blank space. It looked like an empty store. You feel me? It looks like a store being put together still all the time. That's a trap house. That's a trap house. Trap house have guards on the inside. It might have some dudes on the outside, but you don't see their arms and stuff like that. You don't see they they bangers. They trying to keep that in the tuck. They might have it off to the side somewhere. Under something. Concealed. The failing legal trap houses got the armed security at the door. All day. By himself. Just there. Okay. And when you look through the doors, it ain't nothing in there. So what is he securing? So the legal trap houses don't know how to trap. See what I'm saying? They got the game kind of fucked up. But that's, we said that from door. We said that from door, family. I'm trying to keep cool. We said that from door. We said from door, y'all ain't going to make no bread. Why ain't y'all going to make no bread? I said, because we all know trapping. What are y'all talking about? Y'all y'all trying to move in. That's what legalized mean. It mean move in. Why? Well, I said, because trapping already happening. It's already, it's already, it's already going on. Y'all can't stop that. Same with prohibition and the alcohol. Y'all can't really stop that. Now this brings me to my next point. First, understand, yo, they 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 got legal trap houses and they they kind of trapping poorly. They're poorly trapping. Y'all think I'm lying about that? Yo, they poorly trapping. If you've seen a trap house, go watch New Jack City so you can see how they make a trap house pop. They trap houses ain't popping like that. And we knew they wasn't going to pop. Okay. My next point. Folks, who controls the illegal action? And activity. Okay. The black folks, the black folks in the inner city, y'all know that means ghetto, inner city. They don't produce the cannabis. Okay. Now, if y'all been following along with many of the things that I've been saying, within the inner city, there may be a select few of boule. Coon uh, Contemporary Coon Slash Exceptional Negro Esque type Vigilante Rogue dealer mob Boss mafioso Type fellow Families 
sister queens, grandmoms, nieces, relatives, politicians, and the likes. If y'all follow. Okay? That might be. That might be. Put it together, abstract thinkers. However, we don't produce none of that stuff here. In the U.S., sure. Sure. But it's not in the ghettos. The ghettos get it. The ghettos pay for it or or get it given and then they work it off. How that goes. Y'all know what we're talking about. They do the whole little consignment thing or whatever. But normally, normally how it goes, family, in the ghetto, there's a select few of every race that gets their hands on the action. You know, they try to pin drugs and crime on on one race more than the other when it's not that way. So what I'm saying is you can get illegal Drugs and weapons and everything from Asians. You can get it from Indians. You can get it from Africans. You can get it from uh, Italians. You can get it from Irish, the, uh, Irishmen and the Irish folks. You can get it from fucking uh, 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 who else, y'all? Jamaicans. You can get it from Colombians. You can get it from Puerto Ricans. You understand? You can get the shit from Canadians. You feel what I'm saying? You can get it from indigenous folks here. You can get it from, you know what I mean? Every race, every nationality, every group has action. Look at it that way. Everybody got their hands on something, right? So in the inner city, there's some folks there. If you want to say the black folks, there's some black folks that get the action. And it trickles down from them to everybody else. But so does the Asians. They get it. They get the action. And then it trickles down from them. And then the Irish, they get the action. It trickles down from them. And sometimes it crosses. Sometimes the blacks are getting it from the Asians. Sometimes the Asians are getting it from the blacks. Sometimes the Italians are getting it from the Colombians. Some from, you know. It's just economics, y'all. It's not a race thing. Necessarily it's economics. The control of uh, uh, resources in a condition of scarcity. Whatever. It's economics is going on. But we don't control... Those major ports, those hubs, those farms, fields. Again, might be a brother here and there sprinkled in there. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna knock the shit. But in terms of ability to legalize, criminalize, and all, we don't have that control. So who has control of that, and who has had control of that? Black family, urban inner city folks. Who amongst us controls? A port with a ship and ships and docks 
and Doc Cranes and all that. Who of us? Who of us controls what politician can enforce what bills and laws and policies? Which of us? And we might be some among us who get the biggest piece of the action first, right? Regardless of whoever gets the biggest piece of the action, regardless of how many of us it trickles down to, we know that we don't control the mechanisms, right? And the same people who are controlling the illegal stuff control the legal stuff. The same people who control the illegal stuff. You feel me? The people who control it, the people who control the mechanisms and all that. They're the same people who created the legal business. Said, okay, we're going to legalize. But what sense does that make, right? What sense does it make when... The illegal is making money just fine. What's the point of legalizing? I'm doing air quotes. It's the same with prohibition, right? You couldn't stop the people from doing it themselves, right? You said, yo, drinking is going to be illegal. And what did the people do? They said they just produced a black market. And then they exhausted money and resources trying to subdue it. In fact, basically, didn't they didn't really do anything to stop it. They just kind of created like a little propaganda campaign where it was like, hey, we're stopping it. But in fact, everybody was just getting put on the tab, low key. Same with the other substances. You know, but the same people who are in control of them are the same people who write the laws and all these other things. So why would they create a legal industry that would cut right into the illegal industry if they weren't going to work harder at eliminating the illegal industry Or fully opening up the legal market. Do you understand? And when you think about it and you say, well, why, why, would, why would they not end the illegal market? The answer is because you can't. Why can't you end it? And we're talking now specifically about cannabis. Maybe with other substances and whatnot, other things, they can keep control. But when it comes to something like cannabis, why can't they, uh, excuse me, why can't they put a halt on that? The family is just as I told you. 
Growing cannabis is pretty easy. It's like tomatoes. You see what I'm saying? And though you want to have a large amount of space in all of this, if you could, people can get it popping indoors. People can grow in a few feet in a couple acres if they have it. So stopping everyone from doing it is difficult. You dig it? So if you try to, you know, trying to stop it, it's like, yo, you, you'll, you'll just exhaust funds. You'll waste it. It's like, yo, man, why, why, why try to beat them? Let's just join them. It's that kind of thing. You know? If they push to make it, to make rules more strict, they'll just get more resistance. They said, no, let's just give some. And we can, can just control the markets. Lock up the people who aren't in control and will remain powerful behind the scenes. So y'all need the legal market. What's that for? You know, and I said to myself, it seems like if I was if I was the the big dogs, what would be the point of me allowing the legal thing to happen? Do you dig it? If I know we're making all of this money all around the world from cannabis illegally, why would I now legalize it knowing that it's going to create a split? Some people think, well, by opening up the medical marijuana, they, they actually increase the market because they reach more people. No. The best, the best tree is always on the street. The best stuff is always on the street. Going to the legal trap house isn't attractive. Do you understand? This is what I mean about they don't know how to trap. What they should do if they really want to make money is hire some of us to run them damn trap houses. We would have a shit popping. We would have a shit doing real numbers. See, they trying to bully the block, though. This is what I'm trying to explain to y'all real fast. And, and this is why it's going. This is why it's going to fail. It's it's going to fail because oh God, I got it. It's all right. Oh, hold on. Let me get a let me get a track. Let me get a track real fast. Hold on, because it's kind of funny and it's kind of not, but hold on. All right. Mm, yeah, all right. So, they don't know how to trap. Okay. So, cats want more control. So, all right, we're going to go ahead and legalize this thing. Why? Because if we legalize now, right, we can go ahead, exclude some people, right, while still allowing ourselves to do what we already been doing. 
You feel me? And under the ramifications of legal, they say, yo, you got to meet these requirements and stipulations to be participating. If not, it's still illegal for you. You feel me? This is what I mean about them not fully opening things up. If you go and make tree not against the law, make it not against the law. Don't say it's legalized and you can buy it, but you need a card. You need an excuse or you need a, a you need a a club pass. You need a pass. You need a membership. You see what I'm saying? It's, it's always a barrier to entry. They're not just letting it be. Yo, you can grow tomatoes if you want. You like tomatoes, man? Grow them shits in your backyard if you want. Understand that's how simple cannabis is to a degree. You can go in the backyard, throw the shit down, and really start your shit. And they're saying right now, though you can get up and go in your backyard and do that, that you can't. Now, their term is illegal. Stay with me, family. Ain't that some insane shit? Okay, it's illegal. Fine. Go with me. You mean to tell me y'all want me to believe and accept that is wrong for me? To go into my own yard, drop some seeds down, and let them do what they naturally do. So y'all telling me, I then need to make sure those kind of seeds never fall into dirt. Oh no, that's not what I'm saying. No, no, no. Really go with me, y'all. You see what I'm saying? What they're saying? They're saying, yo, you... you <laughs> They're making they it's like they're making you the police of cannabis. Yo, make you better make sure that shit ain't growing. Meanwhile, they got farms of the shit. Farms. And then they're selling it to you and then arresting you. And now they've opened up shops and stores where they can sell it legally themselves. While still discluding you and arresting you. While still, on top of that, leaving the people in prison who've been arrested on the petty trumped up shit. If Why I don't like they trap houses. On top of the fact that they can't trap. So the people who got us in a in a, in, a, in a Saudi position getting the legal trap money too. They get to hide behind the legal side. See, now no one can accuse them of being drug dealers because they've created the legal market. So they just say they getting their legal money. When in fact, their real substantial market is the illegal the legal shit is a front. The legal shit not making no money. The legal shit makes the controllers money. It does not make anyone who participates 
money. It makes them like a slave. It makes them like a fucking minimum wage check, basically. Sure, it might make them enough money to live regular white folks society, regular white folk, you know, 300,000 a year or some shit. But it doesn't get them big, big money. And that's because it's a fraud. It's a sham. It's not supposed to make anybody big money other than the people who control both sides. See the pump fake? The legalization of tree, the legal trap houses, helps the people who control all of the resources do what they're doing out in the open. By pulling in, it does many things. This is how good they are with their little bills and shit. By pulling in people. So they say, yo, we're going to open up the market. You can have a store. You can sell products, right? You can um, you can grow all of this stuff. But you have to buy licenses. That's what they always do with everything. You know, when cats was doing trolley cars, they eventually said, all right, you, we got to unionize. You got to join our union or it's going to be up Shit's Creek for you. Oh, you want to be on the billboards or you got to join? You feel me? Oh, you want to grow? It's legal, but you got to get a certification or you got to you got to have the licenses because that's not in my mind. That's not legal. I don't like the word legal in terms of cannabis. It should be free. Yo, cannabis should be free. Let let it go. Stop fucking with it. Legal tends to mean we got to hold on it. You got to you got to do what we say while we do whatever the fuck we want. So they pull these people in. They say, yo, you got to get your license. You get your license. You can go ahead and sell. You all good. You know what I'm saying? How much is the license? Like 50 grand. So right from there, any nigga try and get up in the mix, the average Negro try and get an inner city. You see what I'm saying? That nigga ain't opening up no shop. Better stick to cutting hair. Now you know if the fifty, if the license is just on some fifty thousand shit, right? Fifty thousand for the license. What's everything else? Now you need a store. Now your store got to be regulated a certain kind of way, situated a certain kind of way. You got to have cameras. You got to have security. Insurance. You paying taxes. On all of the products They saying that the taxes on all of the stuff Is like 50% Son 50 50 Oh well so what That's good because it's, it's a legal market So you got a lot of customers No you don't Because the illegal market Smashing The illegal market Ain't gonna be beat. The you see what I'm saying, bro? The little the illegal market already popping. You jump up on the news today, 
and say, oh, it's going to be legal now. People are like, damn, they're like, and? It's not like y'all saying cannabis is free. Y'all saying it's legal. So if y'all, it's legal now. So if y'all want some from us, come over here. People like, I'm good. People scared of that damn pharmacy bud. Who you going to get to get pharmacy bud? Old people, tourists, white folks that don't want to interact with black folks, folks from in the county that don't want to mingle with inner city folk. You know what I'm saying? People from out of town, they come in town, they don't, they don't know where to go. Oh, it's a place right there. But then there's the barrier entry. You got to be sick of some sort. You got to have some kind of, you know, you got to see a doctor and get a car filled out. And I'm sure there's the there's the market for the the black market sign off. You go pay a doctor $50. He go ahead and say you, you suffer from PTSD because most people in Philadelphia suffer from PTSD. Doctor ask you if you're sad. Ask you if you feel depressed sometimes, straight like that. Do you feel depressed sometimes? Motherfucker give you a wink. Yes, nigga. Y yes. Sometimes I, I do feel depressed. Nigga ain't even, don't even know the definition of the damn depressed. I, I, I do be feeling depressed sometimes. Nigga, go home, be Googling this shit. <laughs> Depressed. Put your happy ass down. So, you know there's the black market for that, right? But this is what we mean. It's a pump fake. And the people who most salty are the people who thought that the legal tree was going to be an opportunity for them to be uh, big time drug lords. Because that's what a lot of white folks thought. I'm saying white folks because they the ones who wasn't trapping already. Shout out to all of the white folks who are out there already getting, they, getting that thing going. You know what I'm saying? White folks, y'all know what I'm talking about. If Listen, white folks, y'all hear this podcast, y'all going to understand some of what I'm saying the most. Because if y'all invested in that legal stuff, y'all y'all feeling the burn. Here it is. Y'all get up in the game. They say, oh, yo, you can do it legally. You got to pay these fees. You go and do it. They give you a book and say, yo, you, you, here's all the stuff you got to follow. They give you the rubric. You do it. Then they tell you they want 50% of what you're doing. And then they got a legal, uh, they got an illegal market going while you're trying to run a legal one. And they won't stop the illegal one. And y'all know why they won't stop the illegal one. Y'all know they won't stop the illegal one because they benefiting from the illegal one too. Y'all know that. So y'all the ones that get played in the end. The people who are like, look, mom, I'm going to open up a week. They get played.
why do they get played? Because the same time they done paid $50,000 to get the shop and all in the license and they did all of this and they got the security and the glass and all of this and they got the regiment and the boxes and the booze. Yo, Wayne and them. Le baby. Birdman. Let me stop. Let me stop. Look. <laughs> they still getting 20 racks a day on the block. They still doing 20 racks. Feel me? Niggas is still out here still doing racks on the block. Untaxed. Untaxed. So, this is what we've been saying since the beginning. I said, so how is that going to work out? How is it going to work out? Do y'all understand? I can't go into too much detail about that because I don't want cats to think somebody out here trying to dry snitch. I'm just trying to give you the why it's failing and how we knew it was. Why is it failing? Because you don't try to legalize bud. You free bud. If y'all freed bud, y'all would do something. Y'all would be able to get some momentum. But y'all still trying to be selfish. And y'all don't got no trap game. Damn. Y'all ain't got no trap game. Fuck. Yo, y'all ain't got trap game, son. See what I'm saying? Your, your trap houses look like cell phone stores. Nobody want to come to the damn cell phone store to get no bud, nigga. You got a big scary nigga at the door. Pacing. Playing fucking Candy Crush. You niggas is getting robbed low key. They not telling y'all. Family, they're not telling y'all. Niggas is robbing them damn trap houses left and right with a one-ass security guard. And it's likely that the security guards is in on it. You're going to be sitting them around that damn bud all day. They know just how goofy everybody is there. You got nothing but stoners working them Jones. And they got the losers of the stoners. No disrespect, folks that's working at the Jones. I love y'all. We just saying they don't they don't got like the, you know what I mean? If you if you got a little if you got a little buck to you and shit, they don't they don't want you. They don't they don't trust you around the weed. But to see, that's why they don't know nothing about trap houses. See, if they had the right kind of folks in there, nigga, they would just they would just be making money. They wouldn't have to worry about nobody running down on the shit. They'll say, yo, switch that damn security guard up. This nigga's lacking. What you mean? I said, man, I could take this nigga pistol right now. <laughs> They'll let the boss in the ball. But, man, get this nigga up out of here. Call my cousin. Call Look, I'm, my cousin Fahim and Shah will come lock this shit down. You tripping, nigga. They don't want nothing but an eighth every three days. I'm telling you. Get them get get an eighth every three days and let them... Look at the plants. They'll hold this shit down. You tripping. 
Because this nigga's playing Candy Crush. Nigga be escorting little bags of bud to the to the people's cars. Like this shit is a fucking uh delivery, you know what I'm saying? A little pickup delivery joint. Fast food shit. So this nigga's lacking right now. I and I I'm not saying like I be sitting there. I'm just saying when you family, we know trap houses. We walk by them all day, every day. We we know how to ignore them. When you when you when you get to a when you get to a neighborhood, when you get to another city or somewhere like that, and you're looking for some things, how do you find it? You ask the people, and you look for the places. You ask the people, and you look for the places. You look for the places, and you ask the people. So you gotta know what the trap house look like. You wait. You see the person. You don't go to the person and be like, yo, is this a trap house? You go to the person and you say one of the many ways that you ask about what you ask about. That's what you do. You go there and you you demonstrate one of the many ways you ask about what you ask about. That's how you do that. So right from door, y'all out here, y'all, y'all, y'all trap house look like a candy shop. With no candy in it. Nobody coming in and out of it. You got a big, goofy-ass security ball. Your trap house is not supposed to have security niggas standing right at the door. Looking like security niggas standing at the door. They not supposed to do that. Oh, no. Because now cats know security. Well, if they really about that shit, they just shoot the nigga from across the street. And then commits to running down on your little ass cell phone shop. Your trap house is janky, is goofy. It's not how you're supposed to do the trap house. Your trap house is broadcasting. Then you got grandmas going in the trap house. Right? Security holding the door for grandma. She go in. She comes out with a bag of shit. Little grandma. And struts her ass up the street. Yo, grandma. Put. Put the stuff away. But it don't matter. If she puts it away. Why? Because we all just watched her old ass walk out the trap house. And we know she ain't go in there on accident. Why not? Because the damn security guard let her in. Y'all broadcasting. Y'all broadcasting. You don't, you don't, you don't do that with Bud, legal or not. That's not how you do and conduct that business. But y'all see how it happens when the people, when the people, when there's a disconnect between the people who who got the resources and the people who handle the resources after they get after they're passed down, you know. 
Like when you work for a company and you always got to deal with the same kind of shit from people that come in and out and your boss never knows about it because his ass never comes in. He comes in blaming you for shit, doing shit wrong. You're like, no, sir, we put that there because, no, well, I don't want that there. No, sir, you're not here, nigga. So you don't understand why we doing what we doing. We put the brooms there because every day this old woman comes in here. She trips over the brooms and you're about to get a damn lawsuit. We helping your goofy ass. Leave the brooms where they are, sir. Y'all trap houses janky. They not doing what they supposed to do. And it's because you're trying to be sneaky. You're trying to be slick. You're trying to legalize while still discluding. You're trying to legalize while not legalizing. What are you trying to do then? You're trying to monopolize the cannabis industry. By tricking people into thinking that they're selling cannabis for themselves when in fact you turn it into them slaves for you. It's crazy. Hold on. Now y'all peep. I'm giving y'all this game. I ain't say no names. I ain't say, oh, this person and this family and none of that. So you got to use your abstract mind. I'm going to play for you some of this joint. Talking about this. Hold on. All right, I got a couple joints, but I'm going to play this first one. Hopefully, I ain't going to draw here. Yeah, but it's a trip. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you the shocking part. The, the, I'm going to tell you the parts that blew me away. Like I said, the parts I'm like, Yo, you're really just going to say that out and open like that? Since weed was legalized here through Prop 64 in 2016, he has seen some dramatic changes to the industry, and he says it's becoming unsustainable. Unfortunately, California is the poster child for what not to do now. Kylo says steep taxes and regulations are driving up costs and decimating legal farmers and cannabis retailers. So in the last year, how much have you made in sales and how much have you turned in profit? In 2020, we did $11.4 million in retail sales. Um, before federal taxes, I made $136,000 in profit. After federal taxes, I lost $80,000 as a business. How mm -hmm. much is a pound of marijuana taxed from the grow all the way to your store? Um, right now, 50% of the price you see on our shelf is taxes. At the same time, he says mm. competition from illicit sales is chipping away at their clientele, offering cheaper deals. What are you seeing among your customer base? So that 45 and older demographic has been where all the growth in this legal industry has been. And lately, in the last probably six to nine months, that demographic is disappearing. Mm -hmm. And experts say some legal businesses often have to sell illegally just to fund the legal side of their operations. And that's the part California that blew my Cannabis mind. Industry Association Vice President Tiffany Devitt says it's the only way some of them can survive. There are companies that are basically playing playing both sides of the coin uh -huh. and are operating in the regulated market, but then also diverting some of their materials to the illicit market Told in you. order to fund their regulated operations. No. They are finding it real easy that the only way that they can find profitability and keep their businesses open is by jumping back into having one foot in the illegal industry and one foot in the legal one because it's the only place they can kind of fund their own business. He also says, hang on, Nessie. Y'all see what I said? I told you. The same people. The same people that do the illegal shit doing the legal shit. 
Same people that's doing the legal shit doing the illegal shit. So what the fuck is what are your so? So what's happening besides, like what what? So. So again, this is an attempt at a monopoly. That's the only way it can be viewed. Why? Because. I'm a black man. Black folks are already being dominated and shut out of it. Right. We already being vilified. Right. So what are y'all doing? Oh, y'all just trying to really go ahead and monopolize. Huh. See what I'm saying? We make it legal. But you got to have, there's these stipulations you got to meet. Otherwise, it's still illegal for you. Or we decriminalized it. But you can still get the fucking trouble. Right. Meaning, we can make more money by not locking them up just by charging them money. So instead of locking you up and then losing money by having to take care of you in a facility, we charge you. And in fact, increase, increase the ability for you to get the cannabis and the charge. So we actually going to flood the streets. Now you see every little young boy running around with a damn sack around his chest. You see what I'm saying? Cops stop you. Oh, you got bud. Okay. That's $150 fine. It's $200 fine. Whatever. I don't know how much the damn amount is. Now imagine if that happened to a young boy 10 times a year. Just one kid 10 times a year because he out there running a trap life. So you feel me? They make more money now just just taxing you for getting caught or whatever, 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 whatever. We talking about on some distro, on some distro shit. But they're saying that, yo, they're saying that, OK, we're, we're losing money because 50 percent, he said 50 percent of his price is the taxes. That's insane. That's insane. You come there and get him a 40 piece, $20 of that shit is, is going to the tax man. Ooh. Ooh. So if you get, you know what I'm saying? He's getting hit. He's seeing a lot of money. He's making a lot of money, but he's not keeping a lot. You see how they did that? Who gets the money? Them, the machine, the controller. They get the money. They keep it still. Mm-mm. But it blows my mind that he would be out here right on the news like, yeah, uh, we be selling some of our product on the black market illegally because um, it's the only way to survive. No, it's not. It's not the only way to survive. It's just what you can do. You can do it, so why not? Now, if you telling me I got, let's just say, for instance, we got a ton of, of marijuana, a ton of it. And you telling me I got to sell all this and give half of what I'm earning from this to you. Now, you telling me the same ton, if I just move it on the street, 
I don't got to pay none of them taxes. How am I not going to take a, 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 a how am I not going to take some of this ton and put it on the street? How would I how would I how would I really not do that when I know in the end I'm giving all my money away when I know in the end I'm taking the L. How you know what I'm saying? Of course people are going to go and sell it on the street. Of course. Of course. And so now you have the businesses openly admitting that they participate in illegal distribution of their own legal stuff. How come they aren't being arrested? Says the legalization of weed in other states has contributed to an oversupply here in California. So now there's even more of a pressure on pricing for even the illicit operators because they have to keep all that product in California because it's not being demanded anywhere else. Another alarming trend he's seeing. Now that there's no barriers to entry and that there's no deterrence when it comes to crime, um, the cartels are back. And they're back because they know how to operate in this illicit industry. And so they've not only come back to like where they were pre-2018, they've come back stronger because they're growing more here. They're robbing stores and reselling the product back into the illicit market. But Kylo and Devitt both say a return to the war on drugs is not the answer. Instead, they're asking state officials to lower taxes so they can offer competitive pricing and lure customers back who have opted for cheaper, unregulated, illicit deals. The customer's saying, what is really my risk in going out to the illicit industry? What is my risk? Because right now, really what you're paying for in the legal industry is testing and taxes. And if testing isn't saving my life, why am I paying taxes? If things continue as they are right now, what do you see happening? Um, I see a mass hiatus of operators moving you know, out of the industry. Um, I see most of our talent moving out of state because there is profitability available in there. Um, and I see the, pretty much the industry fairly collapsing because who wants to be in this kind of regulation when there's no profit margins available? Thank you. Thanks for Thank watching. You. Thank you. What are y'all doing? Y'all trapping backwards. Fail from the start. Why'd y'all fail? Because y'all got dudes that can't trap from door. That's why. You ain't marketed right. That's what happened. It's my Kanye voice. No, nah, for real though. For real though. If y'all was really trying to make some money, stop playing. Y'all should have came. <laughs> Look. If y'all really was trying to make some money, y'all just stop playing. Y'all should have came and got at it. Stop playing. Y'all already know what it is. Y'all look. Stop playing. If y'all really was trying. If y'all was really trying to turn up with it. You know what I'm saying? Y'all stop playing. We talk about reparations. Y'all could have came at us like, listen, man, look. We going to give y'all the cannabis industry. Oh. We had to be like, whoa. All right, listen. We going to take the cannabis industry. Y'all go ahead, go ahead and have policing. 
Y'all go ahead and have the fire departments and y'all can have the laundries and, and, and y'all can have the restaurants. We're going to now we're going to control the cannabis industry. Matter of fact, Ice Cube, black folk, black family, maybe we need to push for that. Give us control of the cannabis industry and along with give us control of the cannabis and hemp industry and we'll be fine with that y'all give us that and get on out the way and we'll 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 rebuild um our our black wall street several times in no time yeah, I think that's a that's a good idea, y'all. I feel like that's a good idea. Give put write that into the into into office or con, wherever you write the shit into. Write it in there. Write it in there. Yo, cannabis industry go to black folk. And that don't mean the Africans from everywhere else. That don't mean all the brown folks from everywhere else can run in America and start trying to get in on the, the tree joint. No. In fact, Jamaica, I think y'all got very good bud there. Virgin Island, y'all got good bud there. Y'all fine doing well. Virgin Island is us, so y'all good money. But Jamaica, y'all got y'all y'all. I think y'all doing fine with y'all bud. I think y'all doing perfectly fine with y'all bud. I don't think, you know, I don't I don't think. I think if they just go ahead and give y'all permission to freely supply yourselves with y'all. Own country's goodness, I think y'all would do just fine. They went to the wrong folks for the trapping. They thought it was easy. They thought it was sweet. All these white folks figure I'm gonna just jump up in there. What I got two hundred thousand dollars and just gonna invest it and start a tree business. And all of us was on the sideline, like nigga, you about to invest two hundred thousand and open up the building? We like nigga, two hundred thousand. We finna flood the block. You talking about 200000 to start a trap house. Niggas done started trap houses with 50 cents. Nigga, you went over there. It was an abandoned crib, nigga. You came back next week. Niggas was out there in the Bentley. Bitches is double dutching. I'm saying. Niggas done barbecued. Y'all acting like I'm lying. I ain't lying. You out here about to dump 200000 on a goofy-ass trap house that's broadcasting heavy. Meanwhile, Rico and Poppy got the story you don't know nothing about. Yo, let me get a platter, Pop. You you tripping, y'all underestimating what it is. Y'all, y'all late in the game. And then try and go commercial with it. You late in the game and then try and go commercial. What did you think was gonna happen? You gonna you gonna you gonna you gonna drown, bro. Y'all gonna make some profits, but it's gonna be meager. Silly ass shit. Excuse my language. I just I. So I'm saying the only person that the legal thing benefits is the people again, who using it as a pump fake. 
who using it as a front, a means to gain a bigger grasp, you know what I'm saying, more of a monopoly, while gaining some cover as well. Yeah, while gaining some cover as well. That's all. So this is they're talking about California's black market pot. But I want you to just hear some of the things they be talking about in here. And you can connect it, hopefully. All right, the first search warrant we're going to hit today is 100 greenhouses. I'm going to lead us in. Uh, going to take it nice and slow on the dirt road. It's been over five years since California voters legalized recreational marijuana. One of the aims was to stamp out the illicit market. But these deputies in San Bernardino County find themselves reading more illegal. And I want to stop it there. Notice the language that they developed around this new era in commercialization of the of the cannabis. They're saying, uh, what, what's the word they just used there? Oh God, uh, illicit, the illicit market. Is that what he said? The illicit market. Illicit. They're not calling it illegal or black or nothing like that. They're calling it illicit. Today is 100 greenhouses. I'm going to lead us in. Uh, going to take it nice and slow on the dirt road. It's been over five years since California voters legalized recreational marijuana. One of the aims was to stamp out the illicit market. Mm -hmm. But these deputies in San Bernardino County market. find themselves raiding more illegal pot farms than ever before. The uh, team got information from a resident that complained that illegal water trucks were hauling out here, and they found several um, outdoor illegal cultivations of marijuana. If you're tending to the grow, you're looking at a, at a citation. It's um, weird because I feel like illegal means black. This is crazy. And I feel like in this way, now I know illicit got a definition, but I feel like they mean illicit to mean not licensed and owned by white. That's what I feel like. Misdemeanor, but you maybe get a $500 fine for it. I know I ain't it. shit for that. 500 but. plants, you have a thousand plants, you have a million plants, it's stolen. That's my feelings. So you feel like legalization with those drop penalties has emboldened the black market growers to just go buck wild? Yes, there's no, there's no threat of penalty. These are just perfect areas and locations to set these up. See what I'm saying? For massive operations like this with thousands of plants, low penalties Look at have become just the cost. And they out here in the desert with just all What's of these damn most likely it's green beds. Be a marijuana citation, and we'll release them with uh, COVID and stuff. We rarely uh, take these people into jail unless it's a violent felony. Look at that! But this is huge. This is just some of the the processed marijuana wow. that they've raided here. It's a big mountain of pot. It's kind of a drop in the bucket. There's sites like this all around us, basically as far as the eye can see, other greenhouses, illegal grow hops. So the sheriffs could be raiding properties like this all day, every day, and still not get rid of all of them, just in this one corner of the county. The harm is that these growers can use toxic chemicals and pesticides, hijack water, and destroy oh, the environment. Hey, oh, you hear that? The, the harm is that these growers can use toxic pesticides and chemicals and harm the water. Shut the hell up.
That's a pump fake. When they start talking like that, oh, these people can do toxic in the water. That's true. Some people can, but they always say that to try to vilify the people. Bro, these motherfuckers be geniuses. If you see what they're raiding, if you see the area that they're raiding, you say, yo, you think these people going to do all of this. They're going to spend money to come all the way out here in the middle of the desert, build these tents and houses with lights, vacuums, and hoses, and then fuck up with a pesticide. And then fuck up with a chemical. See, that's that silly shit. Sound like people being silly like that. Like, don't stop. Bro, the weed be fire. The people are sophisticated people. They're they're intelligent. They ain't out there. Oh, the problem the problem with these grow houses out in the woods is that, you know, people spend millions of dollars and then fuck up with roach spray. Really? Really? The Sheriff's Department says organized crime has taken advantage. This county has seen seizures of illicit weed skyrocket over the last five years, and other areas across the state report similar problems. California's illicit market is worth an estimated $8 billion annually. That's roughly double the volume of licensed and taxed sales. Part of the problem is that see? while marijuana possession and consumption is legal everywhere, you see that they said twice the amount of license and tax sales. Half of all right. California counties have local laws banning retail marijuana activity. In San Bernardino, you hear that? both cultivators. He said double. Double the sales of license and tax, saying that the legal dudes, they making twice the amount as them dudes. So why would you why would you spend money going legal again if the legal dudes make twice as much as you doing it? You're paying to not. You're paying to take an L. You're paying to be a front. You're paying to be a servant. At that point, you being a servant. Yo, y'all trap houses backwards, B. You dig it, yo, white folks. If you got the two thousand, if you got the two hundred fifty thousand, three hundred thousand, five hundred, the the uh, five hundred thousand dollar trap house, you you on consignment. You don't own nothing. You on consignment, bro. You owe the block. They got you owing the block, B. You you shouldn't have did it. They got you owing the block from door. They set you up with a jaw. It looked real nice, but nigga, you a water ice stand. You a water ice stand with a target. Worse. You know what I'm saying? You a water ice stand with a target, dog. You wide open. They played y'all. They knew y'all was just going to be water ice stands. They knew they was going to be setting y'all up to be getting robbed, jamming, scratching for pennies and shit here and there. They knew that. They knew that y'all was going to be treated like little kids with science projects. Yeah, well, run your little store and just, just make sure you get my money. Oh, oh, we're, we made profits. Okay, good nigga. Just give me my, my, my 50. You can go ahead back to playing with your plants. They tricked y'all into being what they were 
illegally being. They tricked y'all into being it for them. You feel me? Y'all worked for them and y'all paid for it. Y'all paid them to sell their weed. <laughs> y'all paid them to sell their weed. That's what y'all did. While everybody else made double on you. And I saw that from the rip. Like, yo, y'all finna take this L. Why? Because, yo, y'all ain't fucking with Rico. Y'all ain't, ain't fucking with, with them. With them y'all, come on, man. Y'all should have learned. What's the boy name? Pablo? Y'all should have seen from the, y'all should have known from the way the nigga was all in them tunnels. Come on, man. Cultivation and sales are prohibited. Do you think this site would have existed five years ago before recreational legalization in California? No. Once the legalization happened, we saw this outdoor trend. What can the state do about it? The fines. The fines need to impact the landowners who allow this. You don't need to go to jail. But your crop's worth a million dollars, you owe us half a million dollars to the state. Do you feel overwhelmed by this problem out here? It's just very time consuming. Some of these grow sites in you about three to four months you are heard back. Him? He says since it's been legalized and stuff like that, when we find stuff like that, if you know, we don't always arrest everybody and stuff like that. You know, if you he said if you if your your crop or whatever is worth a million dollars, you know, well now you owe a million dollars to the state. That nigga said we taking your your crops. That's what he said. Oh, okay. You know, you know, we don't always arrest dudes. Sometimes we just seize they shit. Cause it's legal. So see, we just take it and sell it ourselves. Oh, y'all on that illicit market? Yeah, now that's going to the legal market. No, what does that mean? It means the niggas who taking it gonna take them some. And they're going to go illicit market with it. See what I mean? Yo, this is why they can't try to legalize, but you can't do it. Just free it. It's, it's not like addicts like bud. Everybody likes bud. And even when cats don't like bud, they damn sure know how to go and flip it. Niggas got cousins. Shit, nigga, I found a little dime bag. Shit, I don't smoke, but hey, Ty, you want to give me a little something for this, John, I found? Ty, like, ooh, nigga, that's some fire. Where you get that? You be like, I found it. He be like, nigga, you selling bud now, nigga, don't lie. You know, once you find it, you nigga, you find something to give it to a nigga. Niggas think you selling this shit now. No, nigga, I just found that I was on the way home, nigga. I, I stepped out, seen something. It looked green, nigga. I thought it was a now and later. Reached down and shit. I said, oh, shit. Oh, this was some bud. Ah! I was like, wait, I don't even smoke. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, I didn't even know I was hype. He was hype, nigga, because anybody finds weed, nigga, is happy. Nigga, that's how good weed is. That's how good it is, nigga. Anybody find weed, you excited than the motherfucker. Yo, what the fuck? I, oh, I just found some weed. Niggas get on Instagram. Look what I just found, y'all. I don't even smoke. <laughs> Who? Somebody come get this from me. Look what I... Somebody come get this for me before I try it. 
it was a bad idea from the beginning. They shouldn't have they shouldn't have tried to legalize cannabis. They should have freed it. But the trick is that the people who are doing it illegally or illicitly, as they saying, could dupe some people into paying them to sell. Man, that's crazy. To paying them to sell weed for them. Ain't that some shit? Ain't that some shit? You ain't you ain't pay 50 grand or whatever just for permission to go ahead and do it yourself. You pay these niggas to sell their weed, basically. You know what I'm saying? To to sell bud and give them money for. Oh, that's insane, bro. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm gonna play a little bit of this and I'm gonna get out of here. Just a little bit of this and we can do it out of here. A little bit more and then we out. But I can't stand it. Back up again and running um, because the repercussions aren't there. So they just go back in business. Talk about whack-a-mole. Uh, it's, it is whack-a-mole. Illegal grow operations aren't just springing up in the California desert. Check Follow it. me. And here we go. This is where the magic happens. It could create. And, and these plants rubbing. are illegal in the eyes of the state of California. Correct. When we walked in here, you would have no idea that there's a grow operation going on here. It's super discreet. And that's the point. This grower, who asked to be identified as Doc, operates indoor grows in the suburbs. He's been working illegally for two decades, and he says the business is better than ever. Now that legalization has gone up, we've seen a, a rise in the amount of weed that we're selling in the neighborhood. Wait, wait, you sell more weed illegally in the legal era than you did before when it was illegal. Definitely. Once you get used to a certain strain or uh, a certain smoke, you're looking for something that's a little bit more potent. Potency is what you're gonna find in the hood. If you're a tourist, you're gonna go to a dispensary because you're not knowing that that's there's far them, better weed in the neighborhood. Do you ever see yourself going to the legal market? Whoa, you see that? He said it's far better weed in in the hoods than it is in the dispensaries. Far better than in the dispensaries. But if you're a tourist, you don't know that. You're going to go to the dispensary because it's there. You don't know the neighborhood. You don't know the hoods. You don't know. I agree. Um, but if it doesn't happen, I'm not going to be upset because I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. You know, you've got people that aren't even from Los Angeles coming in and raking in huge profits from a business and a industry that we created. We created this. They didn't create this. Thank you. That's why I said they don't know how to trap. One of Doc's new competitors in the underground market calls himself Dank. He told us he invests in legal grows, but he also bankrolls this unlicensed farm. Yeah, you can just see uh, see how, how tight the, the buds are coming up. There's not a lot of spacing uh, on the plant which gives you a higher yield. Uh, these buds are a little dense too, if you squeeze them. Oh yeah, that's oh, it's sticky too. Yeah, yeah, so really sticky, high resin production. This is the good stuff right here. Dank says an eighth of his dispensary grade weed could sell on the street for half the price the store charges. It's so cheap because he's not paying taxes and neither is the consumer. If this were legal, how much would you be paying towards taxes? Uh, legal, I would probably estimate tens of thousands of dollars annually. They're blocking out so many people in the market that want to participate. How much do you expect to profit from it right now without it being legal? About $100,000. 
people have told me they perceive me as a criminal for doing this. And, you know, in many instances, it's just uh, operating without a license, uh, just like uh, other businesses that are just trying to get started in an industry. I mean, do you feel like a criminal when you're doing this? No, and morally, I'm not, you know, I don't feel like I'm doing anything wrong. Not at all do I feel like a criminal. I just think it's just, they're consistent, it's good weed. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. those who've been able to break into the legal He's market and complain that the system is broken. Elliot Lewis runs a chain of dispensaries in Southern California, but he's struggling to compete with unlicensed dealers. Because what the fuck? How profitable in reality is it to run a, a legal cannabis business in California right now? <laughs> it's not profitable at all. The store we're standing in right now is still in the red. It's losing money. That's crazy. You're losing money running a legal cannabis store. Yes. The only way we're able to survive is we're running a really, really low corporate overhead, and we have a few stores that are profitable, right? Some make a tiny bit, some make a little you're bit more, profit, but when you're in expansion mode, it's not really street anything shit. that's significant. With all the taxes and the regulations, it's very, very hard to squeeze out any profit, and there's really no large amounts of money um, to be made in, in the industry right now. Lewis claims some of his licensed competitors are diverting millions of pounds of product to the illegal market, allowing businesses to dodge taxes, and luring more customers away from his cash registers. Yep. He blames California's Department of Cannabis Control for the problem. And late last year, he sued the state for failing to take action. We're right. taking you to court. We're getting a fucking, fucking injunction. It's Catalyst with the industry on our back against the state of California. Because what they do. The idea of the lawsuit is to embarrass the shit out of them, right? So their program is an abject failure, and they want to put their head in the sand and not admit it. Attorneys for the state call the lawsuit uncertain, ambiguous, and unintelligible. The case is still playing out in court. But Lewis isn't alone in his complaints. Last month, a group of marijuana business owners sent a letter to Governor Gavin Newsom warning that the industry is collapsing under high taxes and competition from the illicit market. Yep. In a statement to Vice News, the governor's office acknowledged that the current system is not perfect and said, quote, the cannabis tax structure is presenting unintended but real challenges for components of our legal market. Some parts of California are trying to bring people who were once outlaw growers into the legal marketplace. <laughs> Ryan Brown served five years in state prison for a case that involved marijuana charges. He qualified for a social equity program that moves people affected by the drug war to the front of the line for marijuana business licenses. What? In my mind, Nigga, I'm what? a felon. I've been to prison. Not in a hundred years would I thought that I would be able to own a dispensary or have anything to do with legalizing marijuana, hmm. not for 100 years. But the system is not working as intended. Of the 205 verified social equity applicants in Los Angeles qualified to run retail shops, only 38 have actually managed to obtain temporary licenses to operate. Mm, interesting. It's harder than people actually think, you know, because to actually get your license, but you have to have a building within Los Angeles City not to mention um, the taxes, you know, it, it makes it almost impossible to operate, especially for somebody that doesn't have a bunch of money even to get started. Thank mm -hmm. you. How much of your own money have you spent trying to get this off the ground? Uh, 30, 40, 50,000, something like that. And still not able to operate and see any returns out there? No. How's that feel? <laughs> Humiliating. Does it ever make you think about going back to the illicit marketplace? Definitely. Hell yeah, what you mean? That's what I Definitely. mean. Go get it poppin', Chico. Go get it poppin', Chino. But y'all hear what I'm saying? 
And that last brother, that was a brother. Last man was a brother. And he said, "Man, I I can't even get it. I can't even get in the game. I done spent fifty racks trying to, and I I still ain't even in it. And I got arrested for some drug related stuff. I got out." Or I was eligible for this program situation surrounded around the opportunity to get in the game. And I can't even get in the game. And I done lost 50 racks. So what opportunity was I really given? It's a pump fake. It's a publicity stunt. That's to be able to say, oh, we've we've released some people. We've helped some people that we've wronged. They're saying that the illicit market is there. Oh, they're, we're, we're losing money because of competition with them. No, the illicit market is what it is. And y'all, the motherfuckers, trying to create competition. But you don't even understand the way the game works. It was a pump fake. All of y'all who went for the, yo, I'm going to go open up a, a legal joint. They, they played you, B. And I don't even want to talk about it because I don't want to give y'all no tips. I don't want to give y'all no tips on how to improve y'all trap houses. But them Jones effed up. Y'all need to, you need to go do like five, ten years trapping. Do five, ten years trapping and then y'all be able to get y'all stores popping, illicit or not, because you'll understand the culture a little better. Y'all trying to sell cannabis like it's a damn high-end car. This shit is corny. Nigga, 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 come to get a sack. You putting it all up to his nose and shit, telling him he can't touch it. The fuck is you talking about? You understand that, yo? You you go to get your bud, and it's all these lame olds getting bud too. You go to get you go to get your sack, and somebody fucking grandma getting the sack. You feel me? You go to you go to get your bud and you got to get it right next to a group of racists. Y'all don't really understand that market like y'all thought. Y'all think it's just as simple as, "Ah, oh, you just I I, I got to stop right now. I ain't going to go in on no more. I ain't going to go in no more." Just listen, y'all. Them trap houses are failing. They should fail. Free everybody who had a petty charge placed on them. I hope the I hope the trap houses fail. I hope the legal trap houses fail. I hope they fail. Free bud. Free bud, free bud, free bud. You know that I've been getting ripped by taking fitness tips from King J the Trainer. King J, sing something to the Hey, what's going on, people? King J at King J the Trainer. He's got loads of videos showing you how to target and isolate those muscles and tons of other information to help you achieve your fitness goals. Follow him now on Instagram at King J the Trainer. Brothers and sisters, you must add to your library this newly released book called The Spiritual Reflections of the Sufi Freemason, Volume 1 by Salman Shek. Salman Shek 
is a Masonic lecturer, author, and writer. His writings have been published in many Masonic magazines and lectures given in many lodges in person and online. Get it now on Amazon, The Spiritual Reflections of the Sufi Freemason, Volume 1. Bicycles, bicycle repairs, and bicycle tune-ups, visit Dr. Cycles at 36 and Lancaster Avenue, Philadelphia, PA. That's Dr. Cycles at 36 and Lancaster Avenue, Philadelphia, PA. Call in for an appointment at 215-823-6780.